0: So first of all, I want to say shalom to everybody and um, to wish everybody only good things. I myself have just gotten back from a little bit over a week ago from a trip to the United States and we landed, we went straight into mode for uh, a grandson and uh, followed by a shever brachas, a week of shever brachas and um so in our personal lives we have a lot to be thankful and very very grateful to it's really beyond description as i just said before i really wish everybody the same blessings everyone should have to go through what we're going through and uh As say we have a different uh, different understanding of really what it's all about and at the same time as we have our own personal simchas it's really you know, I, I, I took a look at some notes from, from a year ago from what I had written and what maybe what we had spoken about in a previous Zoom schmooze. So, it's really like scary because I take a look at some of the things that I said then and it's almost as if it's like, you know, so applicable in the same vein, what's going on in our lives. You know, when I was in the United States, I first part of my trip was to Miami. And to Hollywood, I made it, I didn't make it exactly to Boca, but I was close to Boca. I got to meet Nair Yaakov Talmidim. It was such a great, great pleasure. And then one night, the very good friends of ours, the Foxes, my go-to place to be, stay at. And they even gave me the, the pleasure when I came there and I had a little rent-a-car, Ford S, Ford, Ford Focus. And I said, oh, no, you're going to have to. You're gonna have to upgrade while you're here. You know, in Florida, they like like cars. You have to take my Tesla for the day. So I drove a Tesla for the first time and I got that experience. So you could say, wow, you know, just great things going on. But I remember I drove down Collins Avenue to Surfside. We went out for uh, supper over there. And, you know, I didn't notice the particular building that, everyone is now surrounded by surrounding and hoping and searching and davening and so much pain and so much suffering that's gone you know everyone thought you know how would you imagine anything would happen and, and and cool calm collected or cool cool not cool but hot collected all put together florida miami beach florida People living in condominiums, high risers, people are like, there's, you know, they're protected. And we see that a, a building comes crumbling down, middle of the night, middle of the night, and people still missing. So many people that are loved by everybody, both Jews and non Jews. But for us, a chemical basis, we think about we dive in for our, our brethren, we dive for everybody, but we dive for our brethren in particular. Whole families and such a majority of people that, you know, statistically wise, you know what I mean, out of the 150 some odd people that are missing, they say 30 to 40 of them are, are Jews, and many of them are religious Jews and it doesn't make a difference and I just hear the stories and it's heartbreaking, heartbreaking to think about the anguish, the pain and the suffering of, of of the families and the loved ones who are just waiting to get some news, to get some sort of closure to be able to, and, and, and still holding on to whatever they can to help to see that maybe there are people that are surviving, we hope and we pray that there should be, but we have to be realistic as well. We have to be able to accept whatever Hashem is going to give us, and you know, think about the and just some of the names. I don't know them personally, but the stories that are going around the the, the two brothers, the Dr. Cones, who people who are Shomer Torah Mitzvahs, who they live good lives and they're giving people and they've done for the community and they've done for the shuls they're missing you know like so like random the the rosenbergs and the weisses we happen to have a personal you know people that are related to them such a wonderful person This supposedly this Chaim rosenberg who's a very giving person and a from person and he has wonderful children and he lost his wife this year to the Machla. he lost his parents to the COVID. It's almost too much to bear. Almost too much to bear. And at the same time, we know that there are a lot of miracles that took place. A miracle took place with the Neriakov Talmud, Eric Zion, moved to that building only a few months ago, and I spoke, was in touch with him, and he told me about the miracle, and it's gone around on the Neer Yaakov WhatsApp, and the chats, and people have heard about it, that him and his wife were in that building, and the lights were flickering around 11, 11.30 at night, and they decided to The lights were flickering and maybe the electricity wasn't good. They decided that they can't chance anything. They didn't know anything was going on, except that there was no electricity. They left, they took their things, they went to a hotel, and miraculously, they were saved. Eric told me that, you know, he lost everything else, but he didn't lose anything because he has his wife, and he has himself, and has his life. The gift of life was given to them, and I'm sure that there are many, many others, which I don't even know the names of these People, hundreds and thousands of people, each one has his own story. So at the same time, it's it's like it's like prophetic of mi yichya umi Yamus. And why these people? Why not those people? That's the question that the age-old question people ask. And uh, only the Rebbeinu has that chesed. And our belief is that everything that happens is for a purpose. And that a Rebbe wants to be Ma'orah us, wants to arouse us. I saw that the Gershon Edelstein brings down. He speaks about the event that took place now, both in Tzfas and in in, in Maron and in 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 Karlin and in America. And he says that any um, his Ma'orahs, any arousing of Mitzvahs and Torah and Chesed that comes about because of these events, all goes into the to the bank account, to the cheshmun of these great niftarim. So when anyone takes upon himself to do a midas hachesed because of what took place over here, anyone that's davening, anyone saying Tilim, and people are crying their their eyes out in order that their loved ones should be brought back, all of those chusm all go into the account of those people, his ayurus. When we're mizbaynin, when we when we contemplate. Revolvi writes, I bring it down last year already, the his lushan is the lushan of bina and binyan, the lushan of understanding and building. It means through our contemplation, through our hisbainus, and we recognize that we have to make a better world, we have to make ourselves better, we create a Binyan, that's his bainas. His is to be misbayan and to be bina. I write a story over here about a boy. You know, before I speak about the story, I just want to mention one other thing, which you know, we have to take everything into context. We see that anyone that thinks that these events are just events that take place because, oh, the building was unsafe and, and everything, all the information is coming about that, you know, you know that they were about to do repairs, and there are other buildings. All of those things are all for sure, apidere chateva, why things happen. But these things don't happen, Rabbi I Buildings don't collapse. That just doesn't happen. It happens because the Rebbeinu wanted it to happen. The Rebbeinu allowed it to happen, and like the Rambam says in Nokhas Tinius, the reason why we fast on the days of of the fast days, like Shiva Sivatamus and the upcoming fast day, which we hope and pray we should turn into a simcha Tishavuf, is because of the events that took place, because of the the, the hardships which we ourselves bring because of our sins and our iniquities, and our sinos chinem, and everything else that's involved in it, and the, the cardinal sins that we have to understand what they're all about. So if a person says it's just mikra, it's just a happenstance, just happens to be, it's because of this reason, because of that reason, and the same thing has to do with moron. same thing to do with everything that we've gone through during this past year period, corona, COVID, not ending, like unending. If one says that it's just mikra, then chas v'sholem, that person is kar, he's he's cold hearted because akuzbakh who is trying to arouse us cuz uzbakh is trying to get us to change whatever we can to do things a little bit better and to, to recognize that when we when when there's desire in the world to be mustatid and the tsar, and to try to arouse ourselves to make ourselves better so you know what's going on in the rest of the world you know the recent just besides this news in service side which is a tragedy beyond comprehension. The last few days, there's been this tremendous heat wave in the northwest. I just saw today; literally, hundreds of people are dying. People are dying from heat, um, from from heat heat a lack of, of of coolness, and 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 people are dying, hundreds of them, in Seattle and Portland and in Canada. Canada, which is always like cool and calm and collected. Everyone says it's because of the ecological, the, uh, you know, the, the ozone, everything else. Kodesh Baruch is talking, hundreds of people are dying in modern cities, and modern countries. This is not normal. A person can't say that this is just mikra. This is something that's out of the ordinary. So we have to take heed from this. We have to recognize that Kodesh Baruch is trying to arouse us, and he wants us to recognize that... There's no one to, to there's no one to uh, really to um, rely on except HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the one we have to rely on. A year ago I wrote that there was a boy from his bar mitzvah and onwards, he contracted a breathing illness. And for 18 and a half years, he was a vegetable. A vegetable. He was in a hospital. Years that his family would come put on filling. And stay with him. The father would bring him home every Shabbos. From Thursday afternoon, evening, until Sunday. He would bring him home. They would keep him home. They would sing Zmiras. Even though he was a vegetable, they had a special situation. Do you remember the story, I said it over last year. The last three years, only could bring him home on Yontif. The last three months, this is during Corona, they couldn't. They couldn't even go in. They couldn't even go into the hospital. One day, they were allowed to go in. His father visited with him and it seems his father put on tefillin on him and the next day he was nifter. It's unbelievable. The last time he put on tefillin was the last day before he was nifter. And We don't understand what that means to have tefillin put on all those years. Over the years people davened and yearly would call to ask 18 and a half years, they would call to ask, say, so they should continue to daven, women daven for 18 and a half years. Can you know where all those tefillin go to? They go up to a very special place in the special treasure house of now that's this person, he's in the Olam HaEmmas, close to HaKadosh Baruch And this gives us the understanding how we can look at all of these difficulties, these hardships. All these hardships, Hakkola Fi That means these people that were nifter, they go up to a higher place. And we are we helped to bring them up to a higher place where our, our ma'isim tells them that they cause us to become better. That's what a Baruch wants. They're almost like the, the Gedolim leading us on to become better. That's the Kenyanuk. You know, we learned Adam Kiyomis, oil. Person has to be Meimis Mor Hatzmai. More Torah, more Tefillah, more Chesed, more chinuch. More caring about the other person. And this is our time for moments of Mesiris Nefesh. That's one message. We have to realize, especially during the three weeks where our Kodesh Baruch was calling out to us constantly. Moments, moments of Mesiris Nefesh. And I want to bring it back home to at the same time we have to go through life. And there are moments of simcha, like we had in our own life, in our own family, moments of simcha. But we have to realize those are moments, like the Pusik says, Ace Lismoach, time of, of happiness, Ace Lyrikot, time of dancing. And to recognize those are times, one more dance. One more opportunity to be able to have simcha in our lives, and to 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 clasp ourselves to it. And then there are times of 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 of, of difficulties when we have to have times of mochama, times of sorrow. There's a pasuk that says Ace a time of of hugging. Es there's also time we, we have to remove ourselves from Chibuk. This, and I spoke about this last year that this was the concept that the Corona, we weren't able to be together with each other. Now we have an opportunity. We can hug, we can kiss, we can share in simchas. But what's the purpose of all of this? The purpose of all of this is to recognize Akash Baruch Hu wants us to have an appreciation for those moments, that those are moments in time. A time of simchas is a special time. You have to appreciate even more so the Hatova that Akash Baruch Hu has given us, is giving us. And when we speak about loved ones, you know, people that, you know, it's hard to speak about people who we hope and we pray and we and that they somehow be reunited, but we have to take a look at reality. But think about all those families that are waiting, their loved ones, that would like to have a hug, have a kiss, and and they can't have it. And we we, we, we have to realize if we do have it, we have to be so appreciative to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that's one thing one aspect to recognize that everything is really in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we have to recognize what Chabakuk says, Bo Chabakku ve'midolachas, the union of the Muna, to believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to recognize, not just to believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to recognize that everything emanates from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if we take a look at everything that's surrounding us, and uh, and we see, you know, and nothing, things haven't ended. You know, here in Eretz Yisrael, Now we have the new Delta variant, which is coming up, and they're worried and they're concerned about it. They're really concerned more about the people that have not vaccinated. They're worried about people bringing it in. They do say that they feel that the ones that have been vaccinated, that doesn't seem to be that those are the people that are gonna be affected, even though they could be affected. But we know, we recognize the rest of the world is not like that. I heard that in South Africa, it's raging. But other parts of the world, it's also raging. So Rabbi said, "This this mageifa hasn't finished, and if we don't recognize these are all simonim of Mashiach, so you know we said I said over in the Shmooz today that the Gemara says in Sanhedrin that Ma Yasa Adam um, the the Mashiach. What should a person do in order to be saved from the the birth pangs of the hardships of Mashiach?" is Yasek, terah, the Torah, uh, the Gemilas Chassadim. The person should be Yasek, and Torah, and Gemilas Chassadim. That's what we have to do. Torah and Gemilas Chassadim. Torah, so people that are able to learn Torah, should try their utmost to attach themselves better to Torah. The people that are Yasek and Gemilas Chassadim, do more Gemilas Chasadim. We raise the question, why does not mention Tefillah? Why isn't Tefillah mentioned? So someone told me yesterday, I asked this question to a very Cheshit Chacham. he said, it could be that the tefillah needs sechusim. So maybe the sechus is only if you have sechusim that your tefillah should be heard. It's a little bit of a stretch, but that's what a Cheshit Chacham, was He said, "If you have to have Torah combined with tefillah, for sure you have to have tefillah. Another person said the tefillah, that's something that's kavua, and if you hear what the Gemara is telling you, you have to make an asIC you have to make a business out of Torah, you have to make a business out of gemilas chesed. It has to become your your livelihood. My livelihood. People make a mistake. They think the livelihood is what they when they make money, they put money in the bank. We see putting money in the bank and having gold and silver and houses and cars. That's not really what is lasting. What's lasting is the Torah and the gemilas chesed that a person does. The That's something that lasts forever and ever. So I saw said over that Rabbi David the mashgiach in Baltimore, said that a small person sometimes does big things. But a big person does a lot of little things. A lot of little things, but he does it constantly. When a person does a lot of little things constantly, then he becomes a big person. And that's the pshat, what the Gemara says, And I've heard his Zor, Derdaya, he was And Bacha Rebbe, Rebbe cried, he said, There's some people that they acquire their world to come with many acts, and some people acquire them with one act. And what he was saying is, he wasn't crying for himself. He was really crying for Valesa to died, that he had to do a great act, which was a great act. But it doesn't come to a person that's constantly, constantly working on himself, the daily activities. What do I do daily? Do I smile to a person, and say good morning to a person? to help another person, do I learn with another person? And uh, this is really what's important for us to recognize. That we're living in a time period that there's like a separation between us and the heavens. And the way we break through to that is by opening up a portal. What's the portal? We said over last year, Revolvi writes, anyone that says, with all of his might. So, we open up for him the, 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 the gates of Gan Eden. Let's check the gates of Gan Eden. Gan Eden. was a place where other Arishan lived before he sinned, and he lived together with Hakarish the Baruch. Hu. There was no separation. After the Chet, which created a Mechitza between him and Hakarish Baruch, that so there's Hester upon him. So the Olam now goes according to what's called teva nature, which is the world that we live in. And there's a there's some sort of separation between us and Baruch Hu. But a person that lives with emuna, and that's what Amen is, which said it was just Kael Melech Nemon, which is that there's a God that's all powerful. Melech, he's the king of the world, and he's naman, and he's trustworthy to give us everything. That means that we're now connected. To the world of Gan Eden. So then, we open up for him the Shari Gan Eden. And that's when a person does chesed and realize that my chesed is something which emanates from a Kodesh Hu's chesed. Really an amazing, amazing thing. Kodesh Baruch is the Baal chesed. Kodesh Hu is constantly doing chesed. We said today that uh, amazing insight we spoke about that. said over a great story, yeah sent over a great story that um, that Rav Shach, Rav Shach Satsal, you know, uh, in the days when um, when there was a person by the name of Mr. Moshe Reichman who was a great philanthropist, lived in Canada Reichman brothers you might have heard of their names and uh, they were from and one time uh, Mr. Reichman came from Canada to discuss with Rav Shach some things about Sedaris and everything else, and he made an appointment. And he came at the appointed time and appointed time, and it seems like 15 minutes before that there was a parent, a father, a kolle guy who had a son and the son wasn't doing well in yeshiva, and uh, yeshiva ketana. He wasn't happy, and uh, he came to a shach to discuss it with him. So shach said to the boy, "You know, you know what's the problem?" He says, "I don't enjoy learning." He says, I don't enjoy learning. He says. So he told the father, he says, I want to sit with your son a little bit. So he started sitting with the son. And he started explaining to him a piece of Gemara. And Rav was a great teacher. And the boy started getting very interested into it. And the boy had a good head just for whatever reason. He was, wasn't connecting with Gemara. And Rav spent time. And this was going on for close to 45 minutes. And Moshe Reichman had flown all the way from Canada. was waiting outside. And after a half hour, he had to go to another meeting. And he told the, the guy, but he said, I have to leave. And the people knew that they couldn't go into Rav Shach to go and disturb him. And Moshe Mar- 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 left, and Rav Shach continued learning. And then afterwards, after he, the boy got a Geshmak and he ended up saying in yeshiva, the gabayim, the grandchildren told Rav Shach that Moshe your new left. So, so Rav Shach said, nah, Moshe Mar- Reichman will come back. That's what happened. The next day, Moshe Mar- Reichman came back, and the the but the children were like you know the grandchildren were like you know the spoiled Rav Shach. Like, what kind of business? Great man's coming. I'm telling you, he used to give amazing amounts of money. When I say amazing amounts of money, I'm talking about like $40, 50 million dollars a year. He would give towards for Torah learning and for tzedakahs and Chesed, amazing, amazing amounts that he gave from his from his tzedakos. So they said to Rav Shach, you know, how could you, how could you not, not uh, you know, stop? He says, what, what, why does Moshe Reichman come to ask me, It's Because he wants to know where to give tzedakahs to. And I give him the is where to get to. But what's the purpose of the tzedakah person? is that yeshiva boy should be able to sit and learn. So now when there's a yeshiva boy who's having a problem, and I'm learning with him, it's going against what Marisha Reichon wants. Marisha Reichon wants that the Torah should be learned. So therefore, this is the most important thing. And when we have this understanding, it might help us a little bit to understand that this is really what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to have a Muna in Him under all circumstances. And He's testing us. There's no question these tests, when we say these tests for the, their loved ones and everyone else that they're waiting for their their family members and they're davening and they don't want to get closure, all we can say is that we daven with them and we're with them, we're mishtatif in their tzair. we feel their pain, we try our utmost to add on in our tefillahs, in our shma in our Rafa'inus, Then it Kodesh Baruch Hu heal, and she gives strength, and she give chizuk, and at the same time, we have to be mechazik in the Torah and the gmilas Chasadim. So I want to give a bracha to everybody that this uh, upcoming Shabbos, Parshas Pinchas, and um, we hope and we pray that Hakadosh Baruch and Am Yisrael bechol we should be to Yeshua's Venuchamas for everyone that needs it. We should be Shem to the And uh, looking forward to seeing everybody. Hopefully we'll be able to see each other in Eretz Mheirul Thank you for listening to this foundation's podcast production. If you like today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you and have a wonderful day.